You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. This Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. You can get 30 days of podcast hosting free by simply visiting their website at blueberry.com. That's like a blueberry without the E's. So it's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. Born on the radio, raised by technology. It's our 26th year bringing you Into Tomorrow. This for the weekend of Friday, July 9th. 2021. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. From the Dexcom G6 Studios, make knowledge your superpower for managing type 1 diabetes. Be sure to visit dexcom.com. That's dexcom.com. And we've got a jam-packed brand new show for you, of course, this week. And we hope you stay tuned. Lots of cool guests, lots of great listeners with terrific calls. And, of course, new information from the cool Into Tomorrow Hot Summer Giveaway as well. Yes, which we'll be announcing later this hour some of the prizes you can win. So you'll want to stay tuned to that, and then you'll want to participate and win. Yes. And if you do be heard on the air, is that right? (laughs) If you are heard on the air, watch for an email from our prize closet team, which means you may have to check your spam box or filter. Because we've heard from people that says, oh, my gosh, I, I finally saw you in spam. I don't know why, but apparently we've gotten into spam in some filters. Well, somebody said once that it might have something to do with the fact that the email address is a prize closet at email address. So it, that <laughs> tends to put up a red flag in some spam filters. Maybe we should uh, do this is not spam at yeah, there you address. go. Yeah. But either way, check your email address. If, if you sign up for our free once-a-week tech newsletter at intotomorrow.com, you'll get a subsequent email saying, click here to confirm. You want to check your spam filter as well. You should do that anyway, because maybe you haven't heard from someone in a long time and you're wondering why, and oops, there they sit in spam. So you need to mark them as not spam. So hopefully anything from graveline.com you will mark as not spam. It's important. Mm -hmm. All right, very good. Some tech news and commentary, and then we will jump to your calls. The FBI is investigating what has been called the biggest global ransomware attack ever on record. Is that the one right here in our hometown? Yes, it happened right here in our hometown of Miami. Oh, boy. (laughs) A uh, Russia-based cyber criminal group called, uh, it's either R-Evil or Revil, because it's a capital R-E. Maybe it's Revel. Maybe. Um, They're demanding a $70 million ransom. Oh, I'll write it with check. Yeah. Uh, the attack affects hundreds of businesses, including financial service firms and a European grocery chain. Um, hackers hit Miami-based software company Kaseya last Friday. They infected some of its customers that rely on their network management system. Now, that included a, a Swedish grocery chain named Coop, which had to close most of its 800 stores oh. over the weekend oh. because their cash register software shut down. 800 stores yes. closed, no cash register. And it's basically you know, not being released unless they pay the $70 million ransom. I wonder if maybe by the time folks are hearing this, if they would have paid it or 
somehow managed to get things working again, I hope. Yeah. And if you're listening to us in Sweden, let us know if uh, Coop reopened. Yes, <laughs> and, and buy us a little something nice and yeah. send it to us. Uh, that'd be kind of fun. After being banned earlier in the year, alleging a pattern of bias, former President Donald Trump is taking legal action against the anti-social tech giants. He announced that he's suing Google, Facebook, and Twitter. So let's hope that, if nothing else, it makes Jack Dorsey of Twitter and Mark Zuckerberg of Fakebook finally stop censoring what Americans want to post, of course, as long as it's not actually threatening anyone with harm. I mean, we shouldn't censor at all, but if somebody's threatening somebody with harm, fine, take it down. But don't have your, air quotes, fact checkers just take people's posts down because you don't believe what they're saying is true when a whole bunch of stuff has come out. Oh, gee, it was true. Like the Chinese virus came from Wuhan. Very likely. Uh-huh. <laughs> Et cetera. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Orlando in Columbia, Mississippi, calling in using the Ask Dave button on our site. Thank you, Orlando. Welcome into tomorrow. I have an abundance of old DVDs. And I may even have a couple of VHSs hiding somewhere. Wow. I was looking for a compact storage system for them where I could record all of the DVDs, all my movies, maybe a hard drive of some sort that I could also connect to a television to play. Mm-hmm. Is there anything like that that exists currently? And uh, I also just want to say that the um, summer giveaway is like a tech nerd's Christmas wish list. I, mean, I love the uh, items that are on there. But I enjoy your show and keep up the good work. Well, thank you, Orlando. I like that. We have to start using Orlando's idea of the summer giveaway. And didn't he sound great just yeah. using the Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com? Pretty awesome. Orlando, you can store your media in a hard drive and stream it to your TV using a media server. The most popular free versions are Plex and Kobe, K-O-B-I, and you can set either one of them up either with a computer that you already own, or you can use very basic and inexpensive hardware like maybe a Raspberry Pi. Once you have the media server set up, you can control it using your smartphone by logging into the server or by using an IR, infrared, or Wi-Fi remote, but an IR remote will require a bit of extra hardware. The connection is simple enough. They'll just plug into your TV using a regular HDMI cable. There are a lot of -of out-of-the-box solutions out there as well, but they're usually too expensive to recommend. For example, an NVIDIA Shield Android TV player sells for around $250. Uh, If you have a Roku player, they will allow you to scan local servers and stream the media files in them. Mm -hmm. So you can set up a network hard drive and stream the content to your TV via the Roku as well. Um, Obviously, you'll still need to rip all of this content, and for that, you'll need an extra solution. Something like FreeMake Video Converter or Handbrake will do that for you and won't cost you any money. But you will need to find a computer with a DVD drive or buy a DVD drive first. And do they still sell them? They do, and they they sell them that are HDMI. They sell USB connections so that you can add them to an existing computer. Very good. Now, Orlando, if you're driving or otherwise unable to catch everything we just mentioned, of course, it's in our show notes. Look for the show for the weekend of July 9th and at intotomorrow.com. There's your call and our full response. 
During these difficult times, we understand how important it is to stay healthy and safe. With so many of us confined to our homes and not being able to work, we feel the financial burden more than ever. Many folks lost their jobs and businesses. Others were furloughed and some are working from home at reduced pay. Keeping up with your bills is not easy under these circumstances. If you have credit card debt and cannot keep up with your monthly payments, we at Debt Fix Pros are here to help. Give us a call to see how we can reduce your interest rates and lower your monthly payments. Protect your credit and let us help you find a solution that fits your needs. We, your friends at Debt Fix Pros, are here to help. Let us take care of your credit card debt so you can focus on what is really important. Call for a free phone consultation at 1-800-539-9460. That's 1-800-539-9460. 1-800-539-9460. United We Stand, 1-800-539-9460. Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline, our 26th year on the air, bringing you the latest in gadgets and gizmos, products and services, all sorts of neat things available today and into tomorrow. And don't forget, we just kicked off our annual, highly anticipated, cool, into tomorrow, hot summer giveaway. And all you need to do is participate on the program. No silly hoops to jump through. No caller number 99. No goofy questions. Just be heard on the air. And you win. It's that easy. So do participate. Details, of course, at intotomorrow.com. We can't underestimate the importance of fire safety. Our next guest is with a leading manufacturer of fire safety products, and she's a committed advocate for fire safety education and awareness, and already I've discovered a delight to chat with. She is the fire safety educator with a company called KIDA that we might always pronounce as KIDDE because it's K-I-D-D-E. You say, oh, I've seen that name. I have those products. But it's pronounced KIDDE. Sharon Cooksey. Sharon, welcome into tomorrow. How are you? Oh, I am so great. How are you? Doing much better, thanks. After vocal cord surgery, go figure, a talk show host. But yeah, (laughs) it's healing better every day. But glad that you're able to join us as well. And of course, fire safety is obviously very important in all of our homes and businesses and that sort of thing. But I'm sure that you've got some tips right out of the box. But tell us a little bit about KIDDE, K-I-D-D-E, first, and then let's get into some of your tips. So KIDA is a proudly a, a carrier company, carrier a global corporation. You may recognize that brand from maybe you have our air conditioning unit. So um, the carrier global corporation is um, a, a very large company that has big three segments underneath it. And one of those happens to be fire and security. And that's where KIDA falls into the portfolio. KIDA is a leading world manufacturer of life safety products. And we've been around for over 100 years. Yes. Wow. And you yeah. don't look a day over 20. Go figure. I mean, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I found, like, some really great uh, the fountain of view. Oh, there you go. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
So let's get into then some of the tips being the fact that you're a fire safety educator, which is obviously very important. We have some great tips from you, I'm sure, but some of the top tips that our audience should know about. And by the way, of course, we're shooting video with Sharon, so be sure to visit us at intotomorrow.com. You'll see Sharon waving at us, as well as the products that we're talking about, too. So give us some ideas, if you would. So here's my number one tip. Every time I meet people, I say, have you checked your smoke alarms lately? So, and by that, I mean, well, hey, if you are at home and you are listening to this or watching this, do something you probably don't do a lot. And that is look up on the ceiling, look at your smoke alarm. What color is it? So if it's no longer white, if it doesn't look like this lovely white smoke alarm that I'm currently holding in my hand that is brand new, um, then it might be time to replace it. Oh. And, of course, the other thing that I like to do because it just scares everybody in the house is push that test button. I know, right? Thank you. Thank you. I am like, woo, I'm not worthy with you because that is so important. So here's the thing. You just hit the nail on the head. Number one, check your alarms weekly. Hit the test button. It's a little scary. Uh, It's a loud sound, but we want you to know that it's working, right? We want every home to have working smoke alarms. And by working, that means not only does it respond to that test button, that means it has power to it, but it's also under 10 years of age. So I often hear from people, but my alarm is hardwired into my house or I just replaced the batteries in it. So it's fine. But it, even if you've done all of that, you've uh, it, it's hardwired in, you've replaced the batteries just last week. And even if you hit the test button, it looks like it's responding at 10 years of age, the whole alarm, the whole alarm needs to be replaced. It doesn't matter Anything, and nothing else matters. At 10 years of age, the whole alarm needs to be replaced. So it's not a matter of some built-in obsolescence or anything. It's just, a, again, a safety issue, right? You don't want to take a chance with your lives. That's exactly it. So, you know, smoke alarms are not built or to last forever. They're just like every other appliance in your household, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you periodically replace what your dishwasher and the other appliances in your house. So let's consider a smoke alarm that as well. It's an appliance. It's there to help protect you and your family. And here is what I think is the most scariest is that right now in current environment, families have on average two to three minutes to escape once the fire starts, not once the smoke alarm goes off, but once the fire starts and that's on average so there have been instances where you have four minutes and there have been instances you know below that 30 seconds Mm. but um just know that that's what you have so when i was growing up like decades ago you know in the in the 80s right um you had 17 30 minutes you had time to run around your home and decide am i take pictures dress or whatever but you don't have that time now so time is critical every second counts. Oh, for sure. And you don't have to do like I do and just burn something in the kitchen to test your smoke smoke alarm. But if it goes off because of something like that, uh, that's probably another good test. Well, you know, at least the smoke alarm's working well, right? Exactly. Well, I'm glad it's working, but here's a tip. So I hear, so you bring up such a great point. So awesome. 
is that um, people often complain, well, uh, the, my smoke alarm can tell me when I'm cooking bacon, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I get it because I'm not like I'm an expert with the microwave. Oh, me too. You, That's what I usually make for dinner is uh, reservations or use the microwave because I don't burn too much too often. For that very reason, I don't want false alarms on my smoke detectors. That's the reason, yeah. <laughs> That's totally, we are somehow related. Somehow. Yeah. <laughs> we are related because that is exactly my philosophy. So, um, but for people who are great chefs, again, not me, I understand that. So here's a real tip. If you're experiencing this at home, Check your smoke alarm and make sure it's far enough away from that hot cooktop. So we recommend at least 10 feet between your smoke alarm and your cooking appliance. Uh, So, I mean, when I'm cooking, it's always going to be burnt. There's (laughs) always going to be smoke coming from it. So just make sure that you have ample distance so that your smoke alarm doesn't begin to think that you're having a fire. I mean... You know, so we want it to work. But there's also just another tip for the chefs at home. Uh, we don't want you, like, on Thanksgiving, standing under your smoke alarm, waving a newspaper oh, to, you know, to hush it instead <laughs> yeah. of uh, cooking your, your meal for your family. So um, look into uh, your uh, – there's a combo alarm. It's for the kitchen specifically. And so here's what happens is that you have a smoke sensor and a CO sensor in it, and they talk to each other. So here's how it works. So every fire, basically every fire off puts carbon monoxide. Mm -hmm. So the two sensors talk. So if the smoke sensor says fire, fire, the CO says, no, there's no CO, it won't go off. Oh, do they do they talk loudly like at night? Is this going to be an issue or? You know, <laughs> no, they they whisper <laughs> like. They have... <laughs> Sorry, I had to I had to go there. You know, it's all about I tech. But obviously, they're communicating in code, so we wouldn't know what they're saying anyway. But the fact is, I think that's a great. Now, is this something relatively new? I'm guessing in smoke detectors. It's been on the market for quite a while. Oh. Yes, it's maybe a, a great kept secret um but yeah so look on the aisle for a kid a kitchen alarm and you'll see it you'll see that it has two sensors and and a, a combo alarm is just really a great idea anyway because um we believe that less than half of american homes are adequately protected against carbon monoxide oh, so wow. Yeah. Wow. So we want to make sure that you have them. So Now, is this one of the unique features about the Kitta P4010, is it? I'm seeing a lot of that on, on your website. Uh, thank you. So one of the unique features of the Kitta P4010 is its interconnected capability. So mm. do, do you know what an interconnected alarm is? I would imagine that it's one or more that connect to each other perhaps, and communicate with each other very quietly so you don't hear them. Um, but but <laughs> if, if, if one goes off, then perhaps another one goes off as well to alert the rest of the house? So, look, you don't even need me on this. Ah, well, thanks for joining us. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you're an expert. You, like, ding, 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 we have a winner, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, because <laughs> Dave, <laughs> Dave won. He won that round. So that's absolutely it. So an interconnected alarm system is a fancy label for alarms that talk to each other. Now, in a a standard or traditional environment, 
you would have a wire that connects your alarms, right? So mm-hmm. it's commonly referred to as the orange wire. So for homes that were built, say, after 2000, it really became kind of standard for that orange wire to be run because interconnect is absolutely the most preferred system for smoke alarms on the market because they talk to each other as you just astutely pointed out and so let's just uh imagine a house it's a standard two-story house let's say you have a kitchen on the bottom floor and the bedrooms on the second floor let's say you're asleep in your bed and a fire breaks out in the kitchen in a traditional standalone environment with your smoke alarms where they're not interconnected, the fire breaks out in the kitchen, the smoke alarm closest to the kitchen starts signaling. But depending on the distance and how well you sleep, you you may or may not hear it until the smoke makes its way to the second floor and the alarm goes off. And it may be too late by then. That's exactly Mm -hmm. it. Yes. So uh, if you compare and contrast that with an interconnected system where uh, they're all talking. So same scenario, a fire breaks out in the kitchen and um, the minute that the close, the one closest to the kitchen here uh, senses a hazard, it sends a signal to every alarm in the group. Uh, and so they all go off at the same time, giving you more time to get out. Now, that's terrific and certainly life-saving by all means. Sharon, I hate to interrupt, but we have got to pay a couple of our bills. But don't worry, we're going to be back talking more with Sharon Cooksey, the fire safety educator with KIDA at KIDDE.com. Be sure to hit us up at intotomorrow.com. Don't go away. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text STAY to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenics samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text STAY to 321321. That's S-T-A-Y to 321321. Welcome back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. We're chatting with the fire safety educator with KIDA, Sharon Cooksey, do the interconnected systems have to be interconnected via wire or because of technology now, do we not have wireless technology? Would it use our Wi-Fi? Does it use its own proprietary wireless system? How does that all work? So there are a variety of options on the market because we've realized, right, that not every house was built after 2000, like mine, right? So (laughs) I mean, a house that was not... Right. So that was not pre-wired. So um, we wanted to make it easy 
And we also realize that uh, sometimes people just don't have Wi-Fi. You know, I mean, I know it sounds crazy. But Certainly none of our listeners wouldn't have Wi-Fi, but, I know, I, but right? some people, I guess, right. uh, it's hard to believe, but you're right. Some may not have Wi-Fi. So therefore, it has its own system, right? Exactly. So our units talk to each other through uh, basically a proprietary radio signal. Nice. So that that wire is not needed. And also Wi-Fi is not needed. So, and here's what I just want to point out because I think it's super important is like during a, a severe weather event, it could be a blizzard, it could be an ice event, or it could be a hurricane from the summertime. Mm-hmm. Um, power can go out, right? Power goes out. It really does. And so at those moments are when people typically turn to things that can create a, a fire, uh, like candles, etc., or carbon monoxide in your home, like generators and other things. By the way, if, if the second thing I just want to point out here, because it's so important, is that if you have a generator, please never, ever, ever bring it in your home. Oh, gosh, no. Ever. Yeah. But I'm glad ever. you said that because some people think, well, yeah, power's out. We got to do what we got to do. Leave it outside, run extension cords, heavy duty outdoor extension cords, uh, and don't try to power everything. Just the important stuff, the critical stuff. So important. It's so important. And I'll tell you why. Because uh, a lot of people don't know this. One generator can produce the same carbon monoxide as 100 idling cars. Oh, my gosh. So, yes. So, please, just remember that. If you bring your generator indoors, you're basically standing in a parking deck with 100 cars. All running. Yeah. So, yeah. So, please don't. Okay. So, back to this. So, during severe weather. So, we know that people... Um, the power goes out, Wi-Fi's fail, right? You know, systems fail. So we designed a standalone system so that it operates without all of that. So if your power goes out, you should not worry about whether these alarms are going to work because they're not connected to uh, the Wi-Fi, right? Gotcha. So w- we made it. And we also realized that um, not everybody's tech savvy. So Again, hard to believe, have, but, uh, you know, I, aside from our audience, of course, there are some exactly. that are not. <laughs> I mean, your audience is exceptional. Oh, the exceptionally best. techy savvy. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, uh, so like my mother, like I'll point that out. My mother, um, who has to, you know, call me and she wants to download an app on her iPhone. You know what I mean? Uh, so, I see. <laughs> so, these are great for them because traditionally, like, you know, like my mother lives in the house that she's always lived in for 50 or 60 years, right? Yeah. So they definitely were not pre-wired for interconnect. So it's really an ideal situation for maybe seniors in your life uh, because our alarms, um, they have a very easy press and connect button. Oh, okay. So. So instead of taking hours to download an app and connect them and have them set up, basically you'll put your alarms on a table together. You'll select one as the master and you'll press down on the middle button for five seconds until you hear two beeps. It automatically connects with the alarms around it. You'll hear it go connecting, 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 <laughs> and then uh, successfully connected. 
Got it. So then you press that, any one of them, you hold the middle button down for two seconds. It essentially closes that loop, hmm. and then it says, ready to install. And, and I'm assuming... Five minutes. And I'm assuming, Sharon, that the range is such that an average house, whether it's a two-story or single-story or otherwise, uh, is well covered then, right? The radios, if you will, inside these alarms can communicate with all the others without a problem. That's right. They The range is about 300 feet. Oh, excellent. So, yes, so definitely. And you can have 12 smoke alarms connected. Wow. At the same time with uh, six other, like if you have a carbon monoxide, you want to connect to it or whatever. But yes, so 12 smoke alarms, and we think that sufficiently covers the average house. Terrific. That would cover my mansion, which yeah, is which is a, a, a two-bedroom, two-bath house. So it's it's yeah. a mansion. <laughs> uh, it's mine. So what the heck. Uh, what, t- what are we talking about price-wise for these devices, whether they're a full system or individual, the kind of thing you might be walking down your hardware store or otherwise and say, oh, there's the kid of stuff that Dave and Sharon were talking about. What can we expect to pay from what to what? I think they're very, very affordable. Um, so you can expect to pay between, depending on, again, if you buy a bundle or not, mm-hmm. um, but you can expect to pay anywhere between 60 or $70 um, to $100 each. So they have different, they come in a variety of, you know, bells and whistles, if you will. <laughs> so, so one has a light on it. So... Think about an airplane. When it gets dark, you need a light, and smoke kind of produces that same darkness. So oh, we have okay. a one with a light on it to help you escape, to oh. help light your way out, Good. essentially. And uh, we have another a combo. You know, it's the smoke and the CO together, and then just a, a plain smoke alarm. They come in hardwired, so if you want to connect it to your home's electrical system, we have that version, and we also have one that's just a battery. It just has a battery uh, that operates it, so it doesn't have to connect. Those are That's ideal, by the way, for uh, areas where you may want to add a smoke alarm, but you don't have the existing wiring. Gotcha. And real quick, because you're, you're such a delight to chat with, we could go on, but uh, we're up against clocks. Imagine that, uh, even Thank that with, with technology. <laughs> but real quick, um, placement of these smoke alarms, too. Uh, do they need to always be on a ceiling or at least up high on a wall? You know, hot air rises theory. Um, it, how important is placement? It's so great. And uh, so smoke alarms, I mean, they cover this very quickly because this is a, a point of confusion for a lot of people. Smoke alarms, at least one on every floor. Um, check your local codes because codes vary. Mm-hmm. We strongly recommend one in the bedroom as well. So at least one on every floor, one inside the bedroom. Now, let's talk about carbon monoxide for a second because this is really a point of confusion for a lot of people. Carbon monoxide does not... Uh, is not lighter than air, and it's not heavier than air. It essentially weighs the same as air. It doesn't, like, cling at the floor. It doesn't cling on the ceiling. So you can have a carbon monoxide alarm at any height in the room as long as it has access to air. Don't put it in the corner. Don't put it in a dead air space. So that's, like, a point of confusion. So for combo alarms, like the one that I'm holding here, you can put it on the ceiling, or four inches at least down from the um, the 
corner between uh, where the wall and the ceiling. Oh, okay. So, right. so yeah, four inches. Just make sure that you keep it away from like uh, a ceiling fan, you know, gotcha. or um, don't put it right under like a heat exchange because we don't want that air to uh, complicate the matter. Oh, we want to make sure that your sensor is sensing real good a good mix of air in the room gotcha well i'm going to try to wrestle a few i'm not going to hold you to it right now but we'll try to wrestle a few for summer giveaway and speaking of summer this is why it is extra important that safety first especially while grilling during the summer among other things we've got to get you back i know you might have some new products coming out that we've got to talk about at some point i know nothing but i'm assuming you may have something <laughs> so i i, I get you know, oh good good guess yeah <laughs> expert. I told you. Ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. <laughs> Sharon, thank you so much for spending a few minutes with us. Of course, we'll get you back because there's more to cover. Uh, keep up the good work in terms of informing all of us about the importance of fire safety and smoke alarms and carbon monoxide and everything we need to be concerned about. And we invite our audience to visit kidda.com. It's K-I-D-D-E dot com. We'll get you there, too, when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. I'm Dave Gray. We're back with much more as Into Tomorrow continues at intotomorrow.com as well, right here on the Advanced Media Network. When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you want a company that's there when you need them, who actually picks up the phone when you call. That's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729-8642 or visit Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. And into tomorrow, tech tidbit for you to share, perhaps. You know the most used hashtags on Instagram that include love, instagood, me, cute, and follow. All of which describe me as perfect hashtags. Right. (laughs) And by the way, you can follow me and into tomorrow. Uh, I am at Dave Graveline on everything across the board. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the anti-social medias. And, of course, Twitter for the radio show is at IT for Into Tomorrow, at IT Radio Show. And we hope you follow us. And, and with me, if you mention the show, I follow you back. That's because I want you to know, as a listener, you're valuable to us. So I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. And this portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet, high-speed satellite Internet available where you live or work. Text RADIO to 35000 to get more info. Again, text the word RADIO to 35000. Oh, my gosh. Do you know what it's time for? What's that? Jump aboard the time machine. You got mail. Time to head into yesterday with This Week in Tech History. Yesterday, yesterday, history, history. Here's Chris. This week, all the way back in 1900, one of the most famous trademarks in the world, his master's voice, was registered with the U.S. Patent Office. And no, I wasn't around. Right. Yeah. Uh, the logo of the Victor Talking Machine Company, and later RCA Victor, shows the dog Nipper looking into the home of a gramophone machine. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Yeah. In 1960 this week, a toy originally from France, whose name translated to The Magic Screen, first went on sale. It ended up becoming a huge hit with over 50 
million units sold in its first 25 years. Years later, the device we came to know is the Etch-A-Sketch, made it all the way into the National Toy Hall of Fame. Stimpy! In 1962, this week, the Telstar communications satellite was successfully launched from Cape Canaveral in Florida. Telstar would usher in a new age of communication via telephone and TV, with voice and picture transmission from Europe to America and back. Signals were picked up by a 38-ton antenna in Andover, Maine. In 1979 this week, Skylab, in orbit since 1973 and the only space station ever to be exclusively operated by the U.S., made a spectacular return to Earth. Its expected re-entry was a media phenomenon, with hats and t-shirts being sold, as well as bottles of Skylab repellent. One town in Nebraska painted a massive target in a field so that Skylab would have something to aim for. (laughs) The abandoned space station mostly burned up in the atmosphere and showered debris over the Indian Ocean and parts of Australia. I'm giving it all she's got, Dave. And this week in 2006, Twitter, later one of the largest social media platforms in the world, was launched. Co-founder Jack Dorsey explained the origin of the company name, saying that when they came across the word Twitter and saw that its definition was a short burst of inconsequential information, they figured it was perfect. Yeah. Boy, and it's never been more true than today. That's our look back at This Week in Tech History, brought to you by IFA in Berlin, the global innovation show since 1924 for consumer tech and home appliances, and by IFA Next, the launchpad for innovations. Get more info at ifa-berlin.com. Here's a perfectly good reason to be checking your spam filter. The cool Into Tomorrow Hot Summer Giveaway. We've got a plethora of goodies for you, added a bunch of new stuff this week as well. And here's the deal. Mention any of these items, perhaps two or three of them, when you call in and participate. And no promises or guarantees, but we'll do our best to get one of those to you. Like from WeBoost, we've got a few of their drive sleep vehicle single vehicle in-vehicle cell phone signal boosters. Easy for me to say. Yeah. Uh, from Audio Technica, we've got a quiet point wireless active noise-canceling in-ear headphones. These things are valued at 200 bucks. Nice. And if you are a musician or want to be one, Yamaha has sent a couple of great things, including their SHS 500 Sonogenic Keytar. It enables playing without wrong notes, and that's a $500 item right there. From LFO, we've got some E-Therm infrared ear and forehead thermometers and their E-Clip baby seat car alarm, so it gives peace of mind to busy parents, and it can save your child. Yes. From Viper, we've also got a color OLED two-way security and remote start system valued at 600 bucks. Vox Electronics has sent us a 10.1-inch high-res in-vehicle display smart TV overhead monitor system. Woo! And that's the name of it. $700 in value. If you've got an Android device, a phone, or a tablet, you could use a, a lifetime subscription to the TypeWise custom keyboard. They sent us a bunch of codes for that. Uh, Razer has sent their Black Widow Lite silent mechanical keyboard to up your productivity. And a Kyo webcam with a built-in adjustable ring light. And if you are one of those that loses your car keys or just wants to have spares, Car Keys Express sent us key and remote replacement kits for many popular vehicles. Worth a total of 30 to $150. They're also available at AutoZone. But let us know, and we'll see if we can't match you up with one of those. And how does one participate? What's the best, easiest way? There's actually three. Yeah, the easiest way is to use our free Into Tomorrow app. It's available for iOS and Android. There's a message to studio button there that will allow you to record an audio message and send it right to us. You can do a similar thing at intotomorrow.com. Look for that red uh, Ask Dave button with a little microphone. Make sure you pronounce the K. Yes. It's Ask Dave. Right. right. You can record the same uh, kind of audio message there. Or if you're old-fashioned, you can actually call us 
You don't have to be old-fashioned. Maybe you just like using the phone. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. All the details and, of course, the list of all the goodies that we're adding to regularly at intotomorrow.com. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. We create professional materials and submit them to companies who are looking for new ideas in your category. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review new ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We offer 3D modeling and animation, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to present client ideas to additional companies. Join people just like you who made the call to InventHelp. You have nothing to lose. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. Did you know that the Apple Lisa was the first commercial computer with a graphical user interface? Known as a GUI or GUI and a mouse? I knew that. Well, that's because you probably put that um, tech fact and, for and me. Did you know that years later, when Steve Jobs' uh, daughter was born, she was named Lisa after that computer? Was it after the computer or vice versa? I believe it was uh, she was named after the computer. Wow. That's sad. You yeah. have to go through life that you were named after a computer, not that a computer was named after you? Mm-hmm. Ay, ay, ay. Welcome back into Tomorrow on Radio, the original social media. I'm Dave Grayfly. I'm Chris Grayfly. And this portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry Podcasting. You don't need to be tech savvy to record and publish your own podcast. It'll be easy for most Into Tomorrow listeners. Plans starting at just $12 a month. Go to blubrry.com and find out how. We have a lot of our audience that want to know how to get into podcasting. And that's all they have to do yeah. is visit Blueberry. I still like calling them Blueberry, even though they're Blueberry without the E's, but Blueberry. And they'll set you up. It's awesome. That's because they're saving you so much money, they can't afford the E's. So it's, That's what they said. The, yeah. e, the E's were very expensive. Yes. Yeah. Robert in Miami, Florida, calling in using the Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com. Hey, Robert. Hi, Dave. Long-time listener. You mentioned you're on TikTok, but I can't find you. How can we find you on TikTok? <laughs> well, I'm right here. What do you mean you can't find me? You're not currently on TikTok. You're sitting oh, in the studio. Yeah, well, that's true. I'm really not there much. I'm, in a, I'm more of a voyeur. But everything across anti-social media is the same for me, at Dave Graveline, as one word, Dave Graveline. So that's where I am on TikTok. Feel free to follow me. I think I have three followers at the moment, so maybe I'll have four or five. Ooh, maybe 20. Who knows? But I don't do anything with it pretty much maybe once in a while i'll post something but the same thing with all of the other anti-social media and i'd love it if you if you follow me on any of them twitter instagram facebook all the same at dave graveline and mention the show and i'll follow you back 
because I don't follow people or I don't usually follow people who have a dog as their profile picture or something like that. I, I want to know if who it is, a real person. And, of course, for the show, Twitter, at IT Radio Show, Facebook.com slash Into Tomorrow, and YouTube, MyITTV.com. Connect everything at IntoTomorrow.com.